back. The Brian Mudd Show. Throw in your two cents. Call 1-866-610-6397. That's 1-866-610-6397. They were convinced by a study from the drug maker where Pfizer gave 2,200 children a third of the regular dose and found that the two shots were 91% effective against symptomatic disease. Pfizer says any side effects from the vaccine were mild and that none of the children came down with myocarditis, a rare swelling of the heart muscle. It wasn't unanimous, though. You had one of the FDA review panel who abstained, and even the others, they were not so... I would say verbose in their support. It, it almost—I got the feeling that it was almost tepid support. What, speaking of side effects, not of the vaccines, but of the virus itself. Joining us once again, Dr. Al Johnson, to talk about this. And uh, Dr. Johnson, some uh, information out there now that suggests when we're having a hard time thinking of something, maybe we should blame it on COVID. Thanks for having me. Exactly. Uh, and they're calling it brain fog. Uh, in general, uh, it means that our brains aren't working quite right. You're having trouble with uh, recall where you didn't have that before. You're just fuzzy in your thought process and your analytical process, and the, the processor in your head is just working a little slow. Uh, it's not working like it was before. Uh, this is not uncommon. Uh, in medicine, we see it... Um, in some people after anesthetic, long surgeries, uh, we see it in people that have uh, infections and pe- people that have allergies, severe allergies. It is uh, uh, part of what they complain about is, is fuzzy head when the allergies flare up. So it, it's a fairly common symptom, but yes, it is occurring after uh, post-COVID long haulers are complaining of it. Okay, so I'm going to provide my overly simplistic understanding of how the brain functions, and then I'm interested to hear how COVID-19 or you know some of these other conditions that you're speaking of would interrupt this process. So when you your brain is routed for efficiency, so when you're trying to uh, accomplish a particular objective, it knows, okay, I go from this cell to that cell to that one to get to the end game as quickly as possible. As long as it can. And where there are issues, it takes longer to complete that process. It becomes less efficient, especially if it has to go find other cells that are less than optimal to complete the pass in that particular objective. So within that logistics process of our brain, how is it that the the physical dynamic creates this brain fog of which we speak? Well, it's not fully understood, but what we do see exactly as you described is is the connectivity in the brain is not as efficient as it was because of inflammatory factors. And when you have inflammation in the cells, then they do not function as well, or the nerve tracts do not function as well and conduct as fast. So you see things slow down, you have trouble accessing memory areas, uh, it's not as rapid a response. So, uh, yes, your format holds true in what we're experiencing, what we see clinically. And when we do like QEEGs, that's digital electroencephalograms, looking at wave functions on these people, they all are altered, not normal. Well, and, and so the question is, does this become permanent? 
Uh, yeah, and that's what everybody's asking. Let's let's Boy. hope not. Uh, well, and the long haul people are, are classified as those people who have symptoms over ninety days. Uh, usually, it clears fairly rapidly. If it's not clearing, then the question is, what do we need to do to help it clear? Uh, and there's all kinds of proposals out there with nutrients, uh, brain games, puzzles, everything to help kind of stimulate it. But the only thing that really helps heal tissues more rapidly is what medicine uses like the heal diabetic wounds, which is hyperbaric oxygen treatment. And that's 100% oxygen under pressure that you breathe in a heart side chamber. With that, you increase oxygen to the damaged cells, and it helps them heal faster. And it, in my experience, helps clear up the brain fog. Well, that's good to know. There is a viable option out there to deal with some of this. And Dr. Johnson, do we know at this point if asymptomatic COVID-19 carriers, if they're subjected to this as well? I have not seen that uh, because in my experience, it takes those people that had a significant inflammatory type response from the COVID-19, whether, you know, it involves the lungs and then kind of extended to the, the brain or whether, uh, they had reactions to uh, even some of the, the vaccines uh, on the reporting side. It talks about brain fog as a reaction to some of the vaccines. So uh, anytime you get that inflammatory response, which are cytokines, which are those inflammatory factors in the body that are stimulated by whatever means, then brain fog can occur uh, after that. Dr. Al Johnson, thank you very much again for the time and the information and also the optimism that there are good options out there if we have it. It's appreciated. Yeah, if they want more information, they go to my website, johnsonmedicalassociates.com or hyperbariccentersintexas.com. Sounds good. Appreciate it. Talk to you again. Dr. Al Johnson, thank you. internist. And uh, Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.